Hello and assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining this episode of the Radio Moonman podcast. My name is Sekinat Alao and I'm your host. In case this is your first time here, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining. Welcome to the club. <laughs> the purpose of this podcast is to encourage women all over the world to lead radiant lives. Um, and when I talk about leading radiant lives, I mean to live purposefully, intentionally, with the overarching goal of getting the very best of this life and the hereafter. I aim to do this by inspiring faith, growth, authenticity, and joy. And um, in this podcast, we will talk about all aspects of our lives, from our spirituality to our careers, businesses, family, friends, relationships, finances, and even our hobbies. Because I do believe that, you know, we are a whole uh, made up of different moving parts that make up that beautiful you and me. So um, every part of our lives deserves some, um, a lot of attention and, um, you know, intentional growth. So I would come on here, sometimes share my own thoughts and also invite beautiful guests on here to share their stories. Um, we will draw out lessons, reflect, dream, laugh, cry, learn, and most of all, we would grow with Nila. So today's topic is around um, planning for Ramadan, preparing for Ramadan, um, balancing work or school. Because when I checked my stats, surprisingly, I saw that I had a lot of like 18 to 22 year olds listen to the podcast, which is really refreshing to hear, right? And um, so I thought, you know, um, majority of those um, age bracket can might be in school so you know this also works for like if you're in school or you are working um, currently so you know that's what i'm going to be talking about today so just basically you know how are we preparing for ramadan so again um this podcast wasn't on my radar but for some reason my husband kept asking he's been asking since like the beginning of the month it's like oh second at you know, what's the plan for Ramadan? And I'm like, what's the plan? What's the plan? Well, I mean, I'm getting in that mental space, you know, getting ready for Ramadan. And, you know, I think I'm fine. Right. Um, But I just kept asking and I'm like, you know what? Ah, stop asking me, you know. And I just said, you know, um, all I know is I do not want any form of overwhelm. It's Ramadan. So I'm just trying to, I'm going to do, you know, my things maybe earlier. So if I have to show up, you know, show up a little bit more earlier than the last week to Ramadan and all that. So, you know, so I was just like, you know what, let me just sit down and think about this thing. Let me face it headlong and really think about, you know, how I want my Ramadan to be. So perhaps, you know, there's something out there that, you know, there's a message out there for me or there's something I'm supposed to learn or even for someone out there who is listening to it, perhaps there's something or there's a message or a word in here for you. So, you know, um, yesterday evening, my daughter woke up in the middle of the night and I sleep very lightly, so I couldn't go back to bed for some reason. I'm like, you know what, perhaps it's an opportunity for me to just, you know, finally sit down and think about this thing. Um, so I thought about my previous relationship with Ramadan up until now, you know, um, and I thought about, you know, what do I want for this year's Ramadan? Um, how do I want it to look like and what do I want to see and do differently? Right. So um, I'm just going to do a bit of backtrack 
So during my uni days, um, for the longest time, I couldn't fast, right, due to ulcer. And, you know, I had lots of, like, um, should I say heartburn, like, gastric issues, right, um, in terms of, like, heartburn and all that. So I couldn't fast for a long time. On You know, on some years, you know, I managed to put in some days. Um, then after that, you know, I got married. Then there was the back-to-back. Um, almost back-to-back pregnancy, you know, breastfeeding and all that modern stuff came up, which also consumed, say, another two to three years of fasting for me. So mostly I always, I was um mostly left with like, oh, um I was feeding others, I was doing feedia and um, trying to really go harm on other acts of worship in order to maximize the month of Ramadan. Um, but honestly, um, it's not the easiest thing to do because, um, there's this wonderful focus and consciousness that um about our actions that actually comes with restraining yourself um from food and just being in that zone of you know um fasting so it's just easier to get yourself in that spiritual um uplifting zone when you're like restraining your soul restraining your body right and that was something i was missing out on um, a lot during that time so it wasn't easy to you know there's just something about okay when you're fasting you already know that oh this thing i don't really want it to go to waste so you know i have to really restrain myself my mouth my my thoughts my you know my body and all that so i was really missing out on that at least for me that's how i felt right so you know it was an amazing feeling for me when in 2020 you know my stomach troubles were kind of calmed enough so i always used to say that you know after i had my children maybe that was you know a last wrap man for me and you know i i stopped having a lot of like um ulcer pain you know heartburn and everything i i didn't have to use like any of those drugs anymore right so i used to say that so i was always looking forward to now um fasting so in 2020 alhamdulillah i was able to fast and i did all 30 days with ease you know, um, mashallah, and naturally, I was looking forward to 2021 um, Ramadan because, I mean, momentum yields momentum, and um, we always, as humans, we always want a repeat of, you know, a good experience, and I really wanted to experience that feeling I had in Ramadan in 2020 again, so <laughs> you can imagine how crushing it was for me um, when, yet again, I couldn't fast because I was ill. Um, and when Ramadan came up in 2021, I think that was the thick of like my illness, right? And so it was really so crushing for me. Um, the fact that I couldn't also really do other acts of Ibadah at that time. So even to like cook, to, to say my Salah, to pray was very difficult because I was in a really, really bad state, right? So it was really so crushing for me and I just remember resigning to like faith and I'm just like, you know what, I'll just do what I can do, you know, even if it's like the barest minimum. Um Allah is merciful, Allah is Ahraman, is Rahim. So I know that he, he he sees my heart, he sees my intentions and but there was still that feeling that I just really, really wanted to, you know, participate. So Coming now into 2022, you know, it gives me so much joy because I feel like I am in a better state, you know, um, alhamdulillah, 
I feel much better. My energy levels are better. My, my, my thyroid levels are better. And, you know, I'm almost down to like the barest minimum for my medications. Right. So I feel like I'm ready to, or I can fast. Right. So as with everything, we do need a plan and I'm grateful for my husband for, you know, continue continuously hammering that okay what's your plan what's your plan right and um i feel like if there's any period that we shouldn't be winging things right um we shouldn't be ramadan it shouldn't be ramadan right um so from my previous live design podcast if you haven't listened to that i think you should listen to it right and um i mentioned that what it means to design your life is basically that you have to conceive in your mind what you want your life to be like and in this case we're talking about ramadan so it's basically you know we want to conceive in our minds how we want our ramadan to look feel um like you know we have to draw up a goal or some goals and also break down those goals into an action plan and you know actionable steps and tasks and tactics that we're going to do right so um i have to put a caveat here though that you have to really put into consideration your own situation you know your family and work dynamics to design your ramadan but one thing is sure i do think that everybody should go through a process and it doesn't really take long at least for me it didn't take long for me to really figure out what um I wanted and, you know, see, okay, where am I going to tweak things or where am, what am I going to retain, right? So um, don't put yourself under pressure and don't take everyone else's goals as yours. So you do not necessarily, even though it's good to finish the um, Quran, that might not be feasible for you, right? Some people might not be able to fast Hajjud all through the days of Ramadan, you know, take into consideration your situation. You might be pregnant currently, you might be nursing a baby, you know, so all these dynamics are different for different people. So please give yourself grace, take into consideration where you are, your season currently when you're making plans. Um, so I'm going to share some of the things I would be doing and um, perhaps you can get a few tips from there or pointers from there or... Um, yeah, so I'm just basically going to, you know, share some tips. So I work from home currently, so certainly some things will be easier for me to do. Um, so the idea is, you know, do what works for you. What do you think you can comfortably do and still get maximum reward? So it's very easy for everyone, including me, to, you know, to say, oh, do this, do that, do that. But if it doesn't work for you, please do not sweat it, right? Like I said, Allah is all merciful. He knows your intentions and luckily for us in Islam, you know, your actions are judged by intentions. So you will get rewards for your intentions and you also get rewards for your actions. So please bask in Allah's mercy. So for me, um, what do I want my Ramadan to, to feel like? You know, I want a Ramadan where I feel no horridness. So I when I was running um, Nisaba full time, which is which is um um a fashion business right i always felt that sense of you know i was rushing i needed to finish one thing to go to another thing so i spent um at least two to three ramadans feeling very you know hurried like i just wanted to move on to the next thing to the next thing right and um 
I didn't like that. So for now, now that I have a bit more time, I really want to maximize that that season of I, I don't feel hurried. So I want a Ramadan that I don't feel any sense of hurriedness or overwhelm. You know, I want to spend a large amount of time on my mat because I have noticed for me, I don't know, there's just something about me staying on my mat that makes me feel closer to Allah. I don't know, it's maybe something about the floor. I don't know, that gives me a sense of groundness. I don't know what it is, but I do want to spend a significant amount of time on my mat. So this might not work for you, especially if you're walking out from the house or something, right? And um, I also want one where I am really, you know, in bubbling with awe and gratitude for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is one that's how I want my Ramadan to feel for me, right? And so based on this, I am setting just one goal, which is basically to solidify my connection with Allah. So Alhamdulillah with my illness brought in some blessings. So for for um the years before then, you know, I used to say that I was feeling some form of disconnect, but Alhamdulillah, there's always, you know, a blessing that comes with, you know, some some situations so when with with my illness you know i had that opportunity to just really think about things and what truly matters and i think i started really um working on my relationship with allah and it's getting better so for this ramadan i just want to use the opportunity to really solidify my connection with allah may um it is that task for me and you know may he come to me as I want to come to him as well. Um, I mean, so how am I going to do this, right? I'm going to do this through three major things, which is, you know, more tahajjud, you know, where I get the chance to really speak to my maker in silence, in solitude, you know, more time sitting after my salat to recite my Quran and reflect on the 99 names of Allah. So, you know, like I mentioned before, I always felt like I needed to move from one task to another. So even in this past year, I gave myself this mandate where after every solar, I must try to, you know, sit down for at least 15 minutes. And although it's not every time I do get to do that, so there are sometimes maybe I'm hurriedly going somewhere or I'm not at home or something, but I do try to, you know, do it as much as possible. Right. And, and the last thing is to do more degree and seek knowledge. Right. And I chose these three things um, because in the past, they are the things that have made me feel the most connection to Allah. Right. Um, when I seek knowledge and I really think about, you know, what I, what it is that I have learned, it, it, it gives me a fresh perspective. And, you know, I just feel so I see the beauty um, in his wisdom and in Islam, and it just makes me feel closer to him, right? So the question that I want to ask is, what is it going to be for you? What is your goal? What for this Ramadan? What? How do you want to feel, right? In this Ramadan, it does, and it doesn't have to be. It's different for different people, right? So what is it exactly? How do you want? But you need to think about it, right? So going back, um, anyone who knows me or has heard me speak about Ramadan, um, maybe via my post or maybe in person, right? You know that I always say, I used to say that 2013, 2014 was one of the best time of my life spiritually, right? Um, so I just took a double take, like, 
okay, I took a quick analysis of my life at that time um, and the season that I was in and what were the particular acts of Ibadah that made me feel the most closest, closest to Allah. And um, I'm combining that with my experience from 2020, which was another beautiful experience because, you know, we're all at home. The pandemic forced us to be at home. So, you know, it was just a very beautiful Ramadan for me as well. And um, here are a few recommendations for myself and maybe perhaps someone can, you know, take from take out from it um, on what I'll be carrying forward into Ramadan 2022, um, So the very first thing is um, I noticed that during those two years, you know, that's 2013 and 2020, I had more structure in my life. And I didn't um, feel a sense of overwhelm, right? So in 2013, although I had work, I had structure in place. Um, and I knew I had to make use of the available time I had because, you know, I was working. I need to make sure that I do my job well, right? So I knew that I needed to utilize my time judiciously. So I also had few distractions at that time, so little to no responsibilities outside myself. That's in 2013. So um, 2020 was a pandemic year, so I had no choice than to slow down anyway. So there was this calm naturally. So what lesson did I take out from those two periods? You know, I took out the fact that I thrive on structure and having plans, right? Um, I hate overwhelm. And seeing that I have two kids and a husband now, um, there's really no way I'm going to push them to, right? So I just need to find a way to work around them. So the question is, what's the best thing I can do for myself at this, um, at this point to make sure that, you know, I have the Ramadan that I wish or that I desire? So I do know that I have to simplify my life, especially during this period, right? And one of my biggest time eaters and i think that many women can relate to this is that um during ramadan meal planning uh, meal prepping is a big time eater for most of us right and um, most times during this um, um most times during this time of the year you start seeing all sorts of like meal plans um timetables and all that but to be honest if if you're not somebody that maybe naturally likes cooking a lot or maybe you're a chef or something, right? It is actually not the time to be experiment experimenting with new meals that you haven't made before ever, ever. Or thinking about, it's not a time for you to be, when it's almost time for, you know, if you're thinking, oh, what do I eat, you know? Or it's not a time to start feeling bougie with your iftar meals, especially if you're the one that's going to be cooking it for yourself. Or you're like me, that, you know, you you are cooking. You're not necessarily best of friends at this time in your life, right? So you want to go the simple, nutritious, and practical route. And that's what I'm going to be doing. So even though I currently have a timetable, sometimes I follow it, sometimes I don't follow it, right? Um, I'm going to be further simplifying it to repetitive, easily prepared protein, dense meals. Um, so that I can eliminate that feeling of overwhelm that comes with, you know, trying to just oh, juggle cooking, um, trying to do my, recite my Quran, trying to take care of the kids, trying to do my other work and stuff. So I'm really going to simplify my meals and I do not mind eating the same 
meals maybe three times four times out of a week i do not mind it right and um that's what i'm going to be doing right to free up more time to do things that really matter for me um especially like tahajud especially during sahur so if possible um i will even cook the night before and just warm up stuff for sahur i'll be batch cooking so in recent times i haven't really done a lot of batch cooking i know i used to do that a lot when i first had my children so i would cook for like a month or maybe two weeks at a stretch but i haven't done that in a long while so at most maybe i would just you know prepare like soups and stews for like that would last like a week or so but i intend to go really hard on that and prepare for like maybe two weeks at a time right um and i know that this might not necessarily work for everyone maybe due to light issues or whatever it is so please you know do what works for you um um yeah but if you know you cannot batch cook and store in the freezer i think repetitive meals would work for anyone so it just cuts down that time that you have to think about stuff and it saves you time and you can just transfer that same time that you'll be thinking of what to cook or preparing a fresh meal to something else right so that's number one for me so number two i would also continue to eat light during sahur because i'm i observed although i've always been a i don't eat a lot right but you know how we grow up now yoruba mothers they want you to eat like a bar or something heavy during the night but that has never worked for me so i realized that when i eat less during sahur i feel less hungry during the day and um if that would also be very light for me as i can't stomach um so much after fasting anyway so to keep my body sharp um for the remaining hours of the evening um i'm just going to stick to you know not a lot of food during iftar as well and even if i'm um my food will be you know mostly um proteinish and all that but i wouldn't you know just go all out on eating stuff because it doesn't it makes me it even gives me like stomach upset and all that so that'll be something i'll be doing right um number three um although i already have like a solid routine for like my day like my normal day outside of ramadan i'll be rejigging some things and swapping out some actions um for this period so for example during my morning school runs i usually do my morning at car and uh, after that listen to a podcast either faith-based or non-faith-based on my way back home right and um this time during ramadan i'll be intentional in focusing on listening to just you know faith-based podcasts um by just two people right so i'm not going to be just listening to various things and hopefully you know i could get like that's a series like um i think omar Suleiman's um series right um i can't remember what it is now is it angels something yeah so you know i could listen to that or if there's a fresh series yeah but i know for sure that i'm not going to be listening to a lot of people because like i said i am not about to overwhelm myself during this period and even outside of ramadan so yeah um so for you it might be that you might want to use this period to um, read the quran or you can join me on this plan as well right so again what works for you 
um a fourth thing i'll be doing is i'll also be sticking to sitting down after my salat for at least 15 to 20 minutes and reciting four pages of the quran after every salat so that worked for me in 2020 and i remember vividly the feeling and you know the feeling of joy that i felt when on day 29 i was in the last jews and we were told that there would be there wouldn't be day 30 so i had to double up um, during Isha on that day to complete the Quran and it was a beautiful feat for me because I had never completed the Quran during Ramadan before and you know I felt so good and I definitely want to experience that feeling um, it gave me at that time right I want to experience it again so um, yeah that's what I'll be doing the method worked for me then so I believe it should work for me um, now and as well right so, but I wouldn't like though um, I think one thing I, I need to state here is that my relationship with reading the Quran has evolved over the years. Um, so before, um, I used to approach reading the Quran grudgingly um, because my recitation was poor. And of course, like I didn't really understand what I was reading, you know, but now I approach it, I approach it with, um, I'd say with more love and calm because alhamdulillah my recitation is much better now right i take classes and so it's been easier for me to recite and grasp words better and faster so i don't feel that sense of you know laziness when i want to read the quran anymore so i think that is also something that helped me you know um or that facilitated that oh, four pages um after every solar to work for me so i'm just going to try that again this year right so um so for you, you might not have that luxury of time after every solar. It might be that, you know, you want to do maybe 10 in the morning, 10 in the evening. Yeah, but just find what works for you, right? And um, for someone who is working in 9 to 5 <clears throat> or like an entrepreneur, you may be worried that, you know, taking 15 to 20 minutes break after every solar is a lot. But I do find that, you know, during days where I fast, you know, I have more time to focus on like my actual work as I don't have to like worry about food during the day. You know, I'm not really chit chatting. Like I said, there's this consciousness that comes with when you're fasting because you know that, you know, you're doing something to get closer to Allah, to be, um, to seek piety, right? So you just want to be um, careful with your utterances and all that. So naturally like chit chatting, um, social media in and all those things they naturally you know reduce to the barest minimum at least for most people and at least for me right so um i do find that that time that i kind of save from worrying about those things or just making chit chat here or there or um, hanging out on social media i can transfer that time to like oh taking that break after especially if I do focus on the actual tasks that I need to do, you know, during the day. So if it's that you need to uh, <clears throat> make a, I don't know, do a research or something, you know, because you have less time running around thinking about, oh, I need to get lunch, I need to do this. You know, you can just focus for that period of time, finish what you want to do and transfer that time savings to your salad time, right? So, um yeah, so as long as you can maximize, you know, that extra time that you gain um, doing your actual work, then I think you should be able to 
um you could be able to carve out time you know to add it to like your extra solar so it just kind of like balances out right so for you reading um for you like i said reading four pages per solar might not be practical um if it's one of your goals from ramadan um that's like if you really want to finish if one of your goals from ramadan is to actually finish the quran it might not be practical for you right so um and you know maybe for for sake for example you are during 4 p.m and 6 p.m you know you'll be in heavy, um, heavy traffic from your commute from work or something so you just have to find out okay how how would i balance it out you know i have this goal where i want to complete the quran so does it mean that i have to do more during the mornings and the evenings or you know just find what works for you right yeah so a sixth thing is um i intend to keep up with my exercise routine inshallah um I, so i currently exercise between 6 p.m and 7 p.m and coincidentally you know that timing works um with the you know best recommended time to exercise when fasting um that's like just before iftar so um but the thing is i won't be doing up to an hour during ramadan because i mean you still need to prepare for like iftar and all that but I think 30 minutes should do so that would be something i want to do um i want to continue doing inshallah um the seventh thing is um i also communicate so i carved out time during when i'm doing my exercise to communicate with people with my loved ones and family so i would also continue that right especially since i would be cutting down on you know like chit chatting and all that during the day so I think that after I expend all that energy, it will be comforting to know that, you know, food is on the horizon um, shortly after, right? So, um, yeah, the eighth thing is in the past year or so, I've incorporated naps into my schedule and they have been working for me so far, right? Um, even though on some weeks, I might not be able to take them, you know, but... I intend to really try and catch naps during this Ramadan because I believe it to be beneficial to my energy levels and um, that sense of retaining calm. So my plan is to say like do our prayer and nap for like 30 minutes. Um, but I'm not so hung up on it though. Like if I am able to take it, it's fine. If I'm not able to take the nap, it's fine. So if you're listening to this and you cannot relate, I don't blame you at all, right? So please do what works for you. If there's no, if there's no opportunity taken up, don't be too, don't get hung, um, don't get too hung up on it, right? Um, one thing I didn't like about fasting in twenty twenty was the fact that I didn't have like enough opportunities to give charity, apart from like online um like courses or spaces because of the lockdown and not being able to go out. But I really do want to like reach out to people in like my community this year right so i'm hoping that i'm able to incorporate it um perhaps maybe when i'm out in the morning for school runs or in the evening during my walk right so just you know give charity as much as i can i really didn't like that feeling in 2020 and i even think since then like trying to like get back to oh you know really doing charity like physically one-on-one -on -one, has been kind of difficult right but we'll see um another thing is um during my off period so during my menstrual cycle i intend to focus on the decree you know completing and taking 
some courses right so i tend to use like seekers hub and you know for you it might be something else that you want to do but your idea is it's very easy to lose that is it vibe that ramadan vibe when you're off salat right so you do want to plan towards it so that's my plan to you know really focus on degree um complete and you know take a course on akida on sikas hub and read a book so i've been reading don't be sad and i think i really want to go really hard on it this ramadan because that book is a gem and yeah so i intend to like really really during um, my off period so i intend to do um, like I said, I intend to stay mostly on my mat because uh, there's just something about it being grounding for me and me feeling connected, right? Allah. So I'm hoping that I can get a lot of time, you know, just, you know, sitting on the mat, you know, praying and all that, right? And I'll also be making, so lastly, I'll also be making an attempt to decorate the house, um, especially as my children are getting more aware of islam and uh, various festivals so i believe it's like a perfect time to really get them excited for ramadan and eat and um best believe that um it's not going to be anything elaborate right but it's just something to just kind of get them excited yeah then i would probably plug into one or two soul lifting programs or should i say events like um the umfariha tawaku seko I, I joined in 2020 during, during Ramadan and it was really good, you know, to hear people's tawaku stories. Um, so I'm just going to join like one or two because I do better when I am like alone. I don't really do well in like all these group activities back to back. It kind of exhausts me, right? So I'm just going to be um, trying to focus more like on my alone time and all that so i'm definitely not going to be odin odin on like ramadan programs and the likes so all those hosting and all that i probably would be doing a lot of that um i probably would also not be attending a lot of that um this ramadan so i think that's about it for me so um what's your ramadan going to be like right have you are you taking any tips from what i'm going to be doing you know what what's it going to be like for you it's something i really want you to sit down and think about like i said i wasn't like ready to do that but my husband kept asking me so i decided to just face it headlong so the something i also want to do is perhaps try and reduce my should i say going to bed time so instead of 10 p.m i'm trying i'm going to try and take it down to 9 p.m try 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 fingers crossed um but for most of the things that were in previously in my schedule i'm just going to try and start incorporating them a little bit earlier so like from now you know so for example sleeping earlier perhaps i'll try to start incorporating that now so that it's just um easier and seamless to do in ramadan and um hopefully beyond who knows yeah so those are the actions that i want to prioritize um this ramadan by either tweaking or sticking to uh, my normal schedule so one thing is clear though that because i have written them down and uh, you know i have spoken about it somewhere in my subconscious just doing permutations and competitions and my brain is just thinking of and start looking for ways to make it happen right so um i do know that 
the time up until Ramadan, so the Shaban period is, you know, it can be very apprehensive for a lot of us. Um, so with the various programs flying around, various recommendations and all that, I do know that it can come with a bit of anxiety because um, I know this because I've experienced it. You know, sometimes you just feel like everybody's doing stuff towards Ramadan and you, you're just like, what's going on? Like, you don't feel that um, sense of, oh, um, I'm ready or, you know, this is my plan, right? So, yeah, so you just don't want to, you know, get into that space where you're feeling anxious about Ramadan and, um, you know, how you will complete those million and one acts of worship that people recommend. So I think I have, for me, I've realized that, you know, it's not just about the million and one things that you could possibly do, you know, but are not sustainable, right? It's about, you know, trying to seek taqwa, you know, seek piety, trying to restrain yourself, you know, restrain and purify your soul, you know, um, increase our taqwa. So I believe that we should focus on the areas that draw us closer to Allah and it's different for different people, right? So, you know, I just want to be able to appreciate the greatness of Allah and the beauty of our deen, right? So for me, I invite peace and ease into this period and I pray that Allah makes it for me and I pray that he makes it easy for you and everyone listening to this um, to connect to him in the most beautiful way during the special, during the special month of Ramadan. I mean, so... On this note, I'd like to hear from you guys, you know, what plans do you have for Ramadan? You know, has your previous relationship with Ramadan been? And, you know, it would be lovely to hear from you. So on that note, um, assalamu alaikum and Allahumma balikna Ramadan. Assalam.